It is a very good morning from everybody right here on Jet Set Breakfast. Voices may be feeling a little bit husky, but the energy uh, is all up and getting ready for what promises to be a great, a festive weekend. We've got a lot of show coming up your way. Uh, we're catching up with Mark Lottering today. And of course, as per usual, uh, guest the destination comes through. Not to mention that, uh, as you know, we love it when you contribute to, to the music with our big fat juices. And all you have to do is uh, send me a WhatsApp on zero. 061-410-4107 or you can give us a call on 086-000-2032. For now though we're going to begin our conversations uh, in my home base of Durban KZN, we're looking at this uh, Greenpeace documentary that exposes big oil's toxic impact on the Durban community, in particular the community of Wentworth. Uh, In a newly released micro-documentary called Crude, Wentworth Community versus Big Oil. Uh, On the line with me uh, this morning, I have Angelo Lowe, who's the documentary director. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Bridget, and season's greetings to you and your listeners. Season's greetings to you, Angelo. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this morning. Um, I mean, very interesting uh, documentary that has been put together. Uh, No doubt a lot of South Africans, especially those in the environmental space uh, or those in, uh, you know, with a keen interest in sustainable and environmental development and sustainability have followed some of the issues around big oil. But I'm a Durban girl. I didn't even realize as much as I know we have refineries. I wasn't paying that close attention um, to the situation and how it may impact uh, a community that, you know, is just around the corner from from my own house. Angelo? Oh, we seem, we seem to have lost Angelo there for a split second, but we're going to try and get him back on the line. Uh, listen, in the midst of load shedding, all kinds of things happen, especially when you do a live show. you got to preempt that uh, phone lines may drop on the occasion uh, due to networks, um, you know, being dodgy in and around the country. But this is indeed uh, an interesting documentary that we'd love to delve into because it deals with an issue that's not just current, but that is ongoing and that's not isolated strictly to, you know, us here in South Africa. But it's been a topic of conversation in sustainable sectors uh, and environmental sectors about, you know, the impact that big oil has on communities. Um, Sorry about that, Angelo. As we were saying, you know, one didn't realize that, uh, you know, communities just in our backyards were being so adversely affected uh, by big oil. Yeah, I, I think that was the entire point of the documentary. You know, there are all these discussions these days about oil expansion in South Africa around our coastlines and in some of our neighboring countries. And whenever we talk about the impacts of oil, it always seems so far-fetched where mm-hmm. here's a community that has like 60 years, a 60-year track record of activism against the oil industry because of what they've done in those communities. And, and, and when you look at where these communities are, they're so conveniently tucked away, um, you know, from, from what you usually see when you go to KZN. I mean, mm. you, you've just said that you're from Dub, Durban, right? Yeah. Yeah, and so when you're 
a tourist visiting, you don't really see these communities. You don't see the impact of these communities. In actual fact, people always tell you not to go to those places because of this and that, mm. only to find that there's a knock-on effect that causes all of those social ills that plague the communities that are in the South Durban Basin. Absolutely. So this micro-documentary, it tells the story of residents uh, of uh, the South Durban Basin. And I didn't even realize that, you know, it, it reads like something out of the Aaron Brockovich movie where, you know, uh, communities are battling illnesses, um, suffering really at, at, all, at the hands of all these uh, fossil fuel companies um, with some of the highest numbers of cancer coming out of that particular community. Yeah, that was it, and that was the initial study. Right, that was over 20 years ago, where they found that it was a cancer cluster with, I think it was what four times higher the rates of leukemia in children. Wow! And it's the perfect analogy, the Erin Brockovich thing, because it, it it literally is that. Because you find communities that are sick, you find communities that are prone to respiratory illnesses, and then they say, oh no, but it's in, it, it's it's uh, hereditary. Mm. Oh, he's got asthma because it's hereditary, got it from his father or mother only to find that it is the pollution in the South Durban Basin that is causing communities to be more susceptible to these illnesses. And in fact, the the University of KwaZulu-Natal has found that I think it will take about two generations, even if those those, um, refineries shut down today, Mm. it will take two generations for them to have reversed the epigenetic changes that, that it's caused them. Wow. So, I mean, part of the conversations, and I, I can imagine you, you're probably uh, in the documentary, I, I've not laid sight on it, but, you know, you, you probably were at pains to, to not only chronicle and tell the stories of the residents, but also uh, get some input from the stakeholders uh, from all sides. What are... What are the considerations moving forward? What are, you know, what is big oil saying in in the sense of, yes, we need this resource. We can't, you know, we can't divorce ourselves from it. But there's also clear evidence that whether they admit it or not, you know, because that Mm. also has legal implications for them. um, But there is clear evidence of it having a negative effect on communities. So what is the way forward? When everyone comes to the table, uh, what is the what is being conversed upon? How do we solve this in order to move forward? Well, last year, um, actually, even within this year, most of those refineries have announced shutting down because the legislation is becoming a little bit more uh, stringent, which is a good thing, which is a good thing, but they're not having discussions. And this is what a lot of the community activists are calling for is like, okay, so you've caused all of this destruction here. How are you going to, um, you know, where are the reparations? How are mm. you going to compensate the community for all the lives that you've taken? How are you going to com- compensate them for all the illness that you've caused? In fact, um, Desmond Desar, which is, uh, who is a, a, a veteran um, activists in the South Durban Basin mm. has basically said that, that part of what these uh, companies do is that they will never admit to the guilt because can you imagine the just how much they stand to give back if they do? Yes. Mm. Mm. 
It's, I mean, it's absolutely insane. We're talking to Angela Lowe, who's a, a documentary director. Uh, Greenpeace Africa's newly released documentary, Crude, went with Community versus Big Oil. Uh, a shocking reminder of the true cost of the oil industry in Africa. The other thing that my mind is grappling with, and, and I mean, I'd love to see this documentary. I'd, I'd love everyone to see it. Um, you know, I hope our commissioning heads here are listening to the show um, and can reach out to, to, to license the product. But for me, I'm like, so we've had this great big conversation, um, you know, that has been in some of our heads has been sort of playing in the background as ambient noise um, around the expansion of a particular um, oil company into the coastlines of Africa, the impact that will have on the environment, the impact that will have on the ocean, the impact that will have on sea life. And I'm like, wait, now here's Angelo is an entire team talking about, wait a minute, what about the impact to the hundreds of thousands of, of human lives just here? 100%. 100%. And just to add to that, I mean, the, you know that Greenpeace with, with other organizations mm. have been challenging, um, you know, the licenses that, that Shell has had to conduct seismic blasts in our coastline. Mm. And we were victorious, not because of, um, you know, like the, the, there were many sort of rounds that, that, that we spent in court. Mm. And, and we were victorious because the, the courts found that it will have a, a profound impact on the communities mm. and also disruption to the spirituality and the spiritual link and the subsistence that the ocean provides for people on the coast mm. and indigenous people in, in South Africa. So, um, you know, in that same conversation around, you know, this need for us to, or, or this perceived need for us to, 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 to exploit our oil resources, mm. there's an acknowledgement of the fact that this is very and highly destructive to communities who are most vulnerable. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, Angelo, incredible work, uh, you know, from yourself and the team at Greenpeace Africa uh, in enlightening us about this and bringing this to our bringing this to our attention. I think we can all be a little bit more conscious of of our impact, you know, environmentally as well as socially. And oftentimes, if it doesn't affect us personally and directly, uh, you know, we forget. We, we forget to either ask the right questions or advocate for those that are not in a position to, to, to make the loudest noise. Um, and it's really only through projects like this that, that consistently enlighten us and consi- consistently have us checking in as human beings as well. Because we got to hold, um, you know, we got to hold these organizations to task. We got to hold big oil, big pharma and all of them to task to be like, yes, we understand the need, you know, for, for these particular resources and these particular products. But at the same time, we also need to be conscious of, of the impact that we're all having on each other because we, we are not devoid from anything. We're all part of the same ecosystem. Um, it's been such a privilege. Um, please tell me that you are working um, even if you can't tell us specifics, because now I really would love for all of us to see this documentary. Please tell me that you are at least working to getting it into the mainstream um, so that a lot of South Africans can set eye on it. Definitely. And it just, just also to add to what you were saying about the, the, like the voiceless and people who are voiceless. You know, you have to remember this is that people who are most vulnerable generally don't, they don't have the platform to vocalize what is going on with them. And that's how we find ourselves susceptible. All of us in society 
because we don't see the warning signs, because we're not listening, mm. you know, we could all find ourselves in, in, in that position. But yes, yes, definitely uh, we, are, we are working very hard to try and get this onto streaming services. Mm. We want to make it accessible. We need as many people to see it as possible so that we can spread awareness mm. so that people can have an understanding when we have these discussions around oil so that we can make better and informed decisions. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. That was Angela Lowe. Uh, a director of the documentary Crude went with Community versus Big Oil. It is, of course, the Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAFM, hanging out with myself, Bridget Masinga. Um, as we count down into Christmas, remember that our lines of communication remain open throughout the course of the morning with the 41391 being our SMS line and SMS is being charged at 1150. Otherwise, you can find us on social media at SAFM on Twitter and, of course, at Bridget Masinga on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram.